Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lord bless the Lord. I pray that everyone can hear me. Can everyone hear me now? Yes. Amen. Bless Reverend Ray. Okay, we don't know what's going on with him, but we're going to go on anyhow. We bless the Lord for this day. Um, I love the psalm, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exhort his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all of my fears. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusted in him. Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints, but there is no want to them that fear him. The Lord is not unto them that are of a broken heart and saving such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of, of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. Hallelujah. Bless God. All we have to do is to just trust in the Lord with all of our heart. All we have to do is to cast all of our burdens over to him. All we have to do is just stand still and mark time and see the salvation of the Lord. Glory to God. He has already done everything that we need. Hallelujah. He has already given us everything that we need that pertains to life and godliness. Hallelujah. All we need to do is just rest in him, just learn how to wait on him, because he will never leave us nor forsake us. He is the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. Numbers twenty three nineteen says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good, glory to God? The Living Bible says God is not a man. He shall lie. He doesn't change his mind like we do, like we human, human beings. And has he ever promised us something without doing just what he said? Glory to God. We can depend on God. When we relinquish everything to God, that is where we, we, this is where we can, we can find that peace that surpasses all understanding, and we can just rest in him. This is when we know how to enter into his rest. And as we said last week, the rest and peace goes hand in hand. The word that the Lord gave me for the beginning of this year was peace. He wants to see us as believers 
enter into peace. And my pastor is preaching on the word the Lord gave him for the beginning of the year was rest. So when we rest in the Lord, we will have peace, glory to God. Hallelujah. And I, I remember last week at the end, I looked at the time and I realized that I couldn't continue on with the ministry part because I had to go into prayer. But I promised you last week that I was going to share a powerful testimony of a family who truly entered into peace in the midst of a terrible storm that they were in. So the, the testimony is about a pastor of a Baptist church out in uh, Rockville, Michigan. And his 11-year-old son uh, were having a terrible headache. So they took him to the doctor, and the doctor discovered that the young boy had a brain tumor. And those of you who know me know that I had surgery uh, because I had a brain tumor. Praise God, it was not cancerous. So after the doctor performed the brain surgery and everything, he removed the tumor, and, um, and the little young boy, 11 years old, had to go through radiation treatment. He lost all his hair, and the doctors thought that they had gotten all of the brain tumor. Three years later, um, he was involved in wrestling, and he won 19 different tournaments. He was uh, involved in baseball. He was on the baseball team. He was on the football team, and he also played soccer. And then one morning after he had gone to bed and had woken up, he realized that he was partially paralyzed on his left side. So when his parents discovered this, they immediately took him back to the doctor. They immediately began to run tests, and they revealed that little 13-year-old Joel had a second tumor on his brain. So they once again did surgery, and, and they removed that second tumor from his brain. But unbelievably, what the doctors discovered about this second tumor was that it was quite different from the first one that it was uh, totally different, it was not the same type of cancer, and that this tumor was very aggressive. This tumor was aggressive that soon Joel went home to be with the Lord. So when the doctors had to go out and tell the family that this, the, the condition of this, the, the type of cancer, that it was very aggressive, that there was no cure for this kind of tumor, the parents immediately just went right straight to God. They didn't, they didn't hesitate or anything. So in, in all of this, God is trying to tell us that in the midst of a terrible storm, you shall have peace. So let me go on with, my, with the testimony. Um, um, Joy died on Mother's Day in his mother's arms. Joy, on the day that he died, his big sister was, was scheduled to graduate from college. She missed her graduation because she wanted to be by her brother's side, but they knew that he was going on home to be with the Lord. Uh, he, his father, uh, on that same day before he died, was at the church presiding over the biggest baby dedication that you could ever see at their church, that was ever performed at the church. And then right before, about an hour or two after um, uh, Joel's father preached the morning service, Joel passed away. The pastor and his wife had just lost their 13-year-old son. But in spite of their pain, in spite of the, their sorrow, in spite of their hurt of losing their 13-year-old son, the family experienced God's peace. So we ask ourselves, look, and, and how in the world, in the midst of all of that, that, what they went through, how can they say that they experienced God's peace? Well, God says that we can all experience his peace. The word of God says us that our, our, that our God can lead us to a place where we are not anxious about anything that we will face. 
that of peace that would allow us to lay ourselves down and just rest in him all night long, glory to God. Psalm 3, 5 says, I lay me down and sleep. I awaken for the Lord sustained me. And the word of God also says that he never slumbers no peace. So we can just rest in him, glory to God. We got to put all of our trust in the Lord. We must believe that the Lord is with us and he's also looking after us, glory to God. We can say that we are a Christian. We have faith in the Lord and we can read our Bibles and we can pray, but it's another thing to actually experience and maintain a state of joy when we're going through difficulties, we're going through problems, we're going through hurt and, and all kinds of things that are going on in our lives. So the peace is a very practical test, and this is a theory that we're we're talking about, but really, amen. Another way of saying this is of saying this is to ask is we are surrounded by many difficulties, and we are surrounded by many problems, and we are surrounded by fears. What is our faith worth at this point? How are we different from the people of the world who have that who have no faith at all? Now I want to make make um, us aware of this, that our non-Christian friends are very interested, interested. As a matter of fact, they are watching us. They are watching to see how we as Christians that we say we are, how we're going to handle things. Most of the time they uh, couldn't care less about the doctrines of the Christian faith that we hold. They're not interested in listening to what we have to say. But if they, but if they see us going through tragedy or going through difficulties, and they realize that we are able to try up over these problems, that we have real peace in the midst of the storms, in the midst of the problems, they want to know how do we do it. Glory to God. This is a moment that we can testify to them. The reason they, they, they want to know is simple. They, as non-Christians, friends, they are unhappy in their own world. They are uncertain and they are fearful because of the difficulties they face every day. But if they see that we can have peace and we can have calmness and we can have quietness and we can have rest, they want to know how in the world can we do it. They want to know what is our secret. So this opens up the door for us to tell them the great peace that we endure from God. Now, there are two thoughts of this. This matter of peace is important. It's important to us as individuals because we need to experience God's peace personally to, to face our own circumstances. And secondly, it's important that we're going to be a witness for the Lord in this world. The world is watching us as believers. They want to see if we have something that they don't have when, when things begin to, to break out all around us, when difficulties begin to happen, when, when our finances have gone crazy, when our families have gone crazy, when our marriages have problems, when our children are acting up, when death comes in our home. They want to see just how tough are we? Well, there is, there, well, the answer is not with us. The answer is in the word of God. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and by supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall keep your heart, and your mind in Christ Jesus. So let's examine these two verses step by step. First, we are told what to avoid. We are to be anxious for nothing. And the other verse said, be careful for nothing. Careful means to be full of care, anxious, harassing care, excessive care or concern. 
And what the apostle Paul is teaching us is that we are not to be over anxious. We are not to be nervous. We are not to, to walk around pondering, trying to figure things out ourselves. We're not to think about the things that we are facing and their outcome over and over. Again, we've got to rest that thing. We've got to leave it with God. That, that's the meaning of the term, be anxious for nothing. Now, just in passage, we should say that this does not mean that we as Christians should not make ordinary provisions for our lives or that we are not used to common sense. We've got to use common sense. The Bible does not encourage laziness, and we just lay it back and thinking that God is going to do everything. The Apostle Paul also wrote in 2 Corinthians 3.10 that anyone will not work, neither will they eat, which means that we've got to pray. We've got to trust God. We've got to pray a prayer of thanksgiving and believe God for the outcome. We are to work to glory to God for the Lord. We've got to plan. We've got to consider. We've got to use common sense. And after we've done all of this, well, we are to avoid worrying. So we can see when we pray and when we give God thanks for the things that are going on, the, the, the worry don't, don't fall in line with it. So we've got to let that thing go. But then, secondly, these verses tell us where the trouble is. We read, and the peace of God which surpasses all comprehension or understanding shall guard our hearts and our minds. Did we notice that the Bible says that it's our heart and our mind that tend to produce states of anxiety and worry? In stating this, the Bible is very real and down to earth in describing our actual existence, what we experience. We, we may remember when we were in a deep sleep, sleeping quietly, and all of a sudden we wake up and, and all our mind is, is fastened on some terrible, horrible, worrisome thing that our heart experienced during the terror and the fear. And in a sense, these terrible thoughts and fears attack us, and we are out of control. No matter what we try to do, we can't get rid of those feelings. We can't get rid of those thoughts. We can't even go back to sleep. We would have given the whole world if we could have just gone on back to sleep and brushed off those thoughts, gotten and gotten rid of all of the stuff, but it didn't happen. And Philippians, for the Bible is teaching us that from the depths of our being flow those thoughts and our fears. It is God's peace that is to guard our heart and our mind. The word heart that is used in this verse not only means the, the seat of our emotions, it also means the very central part of our personality. It's that part of us that reacts if our mother or father is taken ill or if our child is hurt at school. Our heart, our love for that person is the cause of the anxiety. It's the cause of the worry. And it would be a different thing if we heard it on TV or something or read about it. It wouldn't affect us as much. So the scripture is talking about the source of our feelings. It's talking about the source of our heart. Then the word mind can be translated thought. Or our mind can call, call up thoughts and it can imagine things. Our mind begins to think, what if this or that should happen? We tell ourselves everything is fairly well under control right now, but what if tomorrow my mother's temperature goes up, my child's sickness soars up worse, or, or, or I lose my job? This is the mind controlling us. Our mind goes on things for hours and hours, and, and we exist in a state of agitation, and our imagination is on fire. Our mind only stimulates our, our feelings of worry and, our, and fear in our heart. In a sense, we can say that our mind and our heart control us. They master us. They dominate us. It's almost as though they bully us if we allow them to get out of control. 
the Bible in these verses tell us in this is tell us this is something that we must avoid at all costs. We but we say that we can't. How can we overcome these feelings and thoughts that originate in our heart and our mind? What we do have to go in what we do, what do we have to do in order to avoid this turmoil? In order to avoid this lack of peace, those anxious thoughts that rise up in our mind. I want you to stay tuned next week because the Lord is going to show us how we can actually experience the the the, the entrance to the, the the peace that surpasses all understanding. Amen. He wants to teach us. He wants us to know that we can just rest in Him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I just want to enter into prayer and just we just want to enter into a restful restless position for the next few minutes. Glory to God. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, we come before you, Almighty God, with thanksgiving. We come before you, Almighty God, with praise, Lord God. We bless your holy name, Lord God. You are so worthy, Almighty God, of all of the praise and all of the glory, Lord God. You are the righteous God. You are the everlasting Father, Lord God. We bow before you, Lord God, and we worship your holy name, Lord God. There is nothing, Almighty God, that you have not already provided for us, Lord God. We are so eternally grateful, Lord God, for all your sacrifice, Lord God. We are so eternally grateful, Lord God. God, that you are our God and we are your people, hallelujah, Lord God. We bless, we know God, that we are blessed and highly favored by you, Lord God. We are so grateful, Almighty oh God, to be called a child of the King. Glory to your name, Lord God. We are in awe of your power, God. We are in awe of your glory, hallelujah. Lord God, we Thank you, Lord God. We enter right now, God, into your peace, Lord God. Your peace, Almighty God, that's a passive all understanding, Lord God. Your peace, oh God, that has set us free from the bondage, oh Lord God, the bondage of fear and anxiety, Lord God. Your word says, says that be anxious for nothing, Lord God. We cast all of our cares over to you right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God. We cast down fear. We cast down anxiety and stress. We cast down pain and uncertainty, oh God. And we put our total trust in you, Almighty God. You are our God and we are your people, Lord God. We abide in your word, hallelujah. Your word, Almighty God, gives us strength, and your word, Almighty God, gives us power, glory to God. We choose, Almighty God, to be doers of your word, hallelujah. We are so grateful, Almighty God, that you have already given us all things to enjoy, Lord God. You we are so grateful, Almighty God, that you have given us peace, Lord God, in the midst of every storm, Lord God. We, Father God, thank you, Lord God, hallelujah, that, Father God, while we're going through stuff, things, stuff times, Lord God, Father God, that we can just relax in you, Lord God, for you will never leave us nor forsake us, oh God. You will never, oh my God, turn your back on us, Lord God. You are truly a loving Father, hallelujah. And we thank you, Father God, that you love us unconditionally, Lord God. We thank you, oh my God, that you never slumber nor sleep, God. You are always alert, Lord God, and you are always watching over us, Lord God. We know, God, that we are blessed and highly favored by you, Lord God. We love you, oh my God, hallelujah. Lord God, we are in awe of your power. We are in awe, oh my God, of your glory, God. As we study, Lord God, as we show ourselves approved, God, by your word, your word teaches us to put all of our trust in you, Lord God. We don't have time to figure things out, God, because you've already worked them out on our behalf, Almighty God. You've already gone ahead of us, Lord God. You've already supplied all of our needs, Almighty God, according to your riches and glory, Lord God. And we are so grateful, Lord God. You are a mighty God. Hallelujah. All power, Almighty God, is in your hands. Hallelujah, Lord God. We will bless you at all times. Hallelujah. Your praise, Almighty Almighty God, will continue to be on our lips, Lord God. We have tasted, Lord God, and we know, Almighty God, that you are good. We know, Almighty God, that your mercy, 
Hallelujah. Endure it forever, Lord. Your grace, almighty God, is sufficient. Hallelujah, Lord God. You did it, Father God, just for us, Lord God, and we are so grateful, God. You suffered, Lord God, so that we may have a right to the tree of life. Glory to your name, Lord God. You said nothing, Father God, as they mock you, Lord God, as they scandalize you, as they humiliate you, Lord God, on that cross, Lord God. You did not try, Lord God, to uh, defend yourself, Lord God, because you knew, Father God, just who you are, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. And Lord God, we thank you that we'll be getting to know just who we are. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When I think of your goodness, God, and all that you have done, Lord God, I crowd. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for saving us, Lord God. Thank you for loving us, Lord God. Thank you, Almighty God, for dying on the cross and then raise, rising up on the third day, God. Hallelujah. With all power in your hands, Lord God. You have full control of this entire universe, Lord God. You speak, God, and it is so. Hallelujah. We are blessed in your presence, God. In your presence is fullness of your glory to God. Can nobody do us like you, Lord God. Hallelujah. No man can love us, oh God, the way you do, God. No man can sacrifice their life the way you did for us, God. No man, oh God, has suffered and bled and died such a humiliating death for us as you have, Lord God. We worship and adore you, mighty God. We humble ourselves, Almighty God, before you, Lord God. We always ask for forgiveness of falling short of the glory of God. We ask for forgiveness of our sins, Lord God. We ask forgiveness of doubting, Father God, at times. We ask for forgiveness, Lord God, of just walking, Father God, and, and not really believing, Father God, everything that we read in the Bible, Lord God. We just, Father God, right now, God, ask that you break those chains, oh God, that try to keep us, Father God, from being close to you, Lord God. We ask for forgiveness, God, when we realize, oh my God, that somewhere along the path, God, that we have fallen short of casting all of our cares over to you, Lord God. You are such a truly an amazing and a righteous God. We know, Almighty God, that all we got to do is just let go, God, and let God. Yours is the kingdom, Almighty God. You are exalted as Father God has head over all things, O oh God. Both riches and glory comes from you, hallelujah. You reign, Almighty God, forevermore, Lord God. Your hand is power and your hand is might, God, hallelujah. Father God, in your hand it is, is to make all all things great, Lord God. Hallelujah. God, I just thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. I just thank you, Lord God. You have no respect of persons, oh God. You love us all the same, God. You died for every last one of us, Lord God. In your eyes, God, you don't see black or white, God. You don't see any different nationalities. You don't even see the color of our skin, Almighty God. You see us all as the same, God. Hallelujah. You desire, Almighty God, that we enter into your rest, God. You desire, Lord God, that we have peace, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, God. We thank you, Lord God, that we truly want to cast everything over to you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, that we can just, Father God, dearly, Father God, be at peace, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God. Dearly, Lord God, we desire to seek your faith, God. We desire each and every day of our lives that you wake us up and we know that we see a, we see and witness another day, God. We desire to be intimate with you, God. We desire, Almighty God, to be close to you in the name of Jesus. Dearly, God, we desire, oh God, Father God, to have that complete rest, oh Lord God, that you're speaking to us about, God. Thank you so much, Father God, for the beginning of this year, Lord God, giving us, Father God, the word peace, Lord God, so that we, Father God, will not miss anything that you have already ordained for us, Lord God. We praise your glorious name, Lord God. We praise, Almighty God, your holy name, Lord God. You are the great Jehovah, Lord God. You control everything, Lord God. Our confidence, Almighty God, is in you. Hallelujah. We continue to pray without ceasing, Almighty God. As we focus on this new year, Lord God, we continue to praise you for healing power. We continue to praise you for deliverance, Lord God. We continue to trust you, Father God, in every 
we walk of our lives, oh God. We continue to pray as we go through trials and tribulations, as our physical bodies go through different events, Lord God. We put all of our trust in you, God. We believe that in spite of, God, that we are healed by your strength, God. No matter what the pain is, no matter what the doctors say, God, we believe that in the name of Jesus that we are healed by your strength, God, in the name of Jesus, God. We believe, O oh Lord God, the report of the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord God. We rejoice because you are our God, and nothing, hallelujah, can harm us because you are our divine protection, Lord God. We enter, Almighty God, into your rest, and we worship you, O oh King of kings, O oh Lord of Lord. Hallelujah. We just continue, O oh Lord God, to thank you for creating in us, O oh God, in a clean heart, O oh God. We thank you for renewing a right spirit within us. Hallelujah. But we know, God, that you're here our prayer, Lord God. We know that you, Father God, are restoring us right now, Father God. You are the joy of our salvation, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for upholding, Father God, us with your generous spirit, Lord God. Thank you for the Holy Spirit, Lord God. We will not fail, Almighty God, to give you all the glory. We will not fail, Almighty God, to give you all the praise, Lord God. We pray without ceasing for all leaders, Father God, in federal government, in the state government, teachers, Father God, bishops, clergy, everybody, God, that in position of leadership, we pray God. We pray for humbleness in our midst, God, in the name of Jesus, God. We pray, God, that we will humble ourselves before you, Lord God, that we would anoint our ears to hear your voice, God, that, Father God, we would, Father God, saturate our heart to receive your love, God, that we, Father God, can go out and love others, Almighty God, the way you love us, God, that we can be a testimony to the goodness of the Lord, hallelujah, where you have rained down peace, God, you have rained down uh, rest, Lord God, in the name of Jesus to all of us, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. Lord God, and we glorify your name, God. And this is our prayer, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Almighty God, that we pray and we say amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We give glory to God because he is so awesome. I thank God. I cannot thank God enough that he confirms his word, hallelujah. But I thank God that he's given the word peace. He's given the word rest. That means that whatever we're going through, glory to God, that he has already put rest and peace in the midst of us. All we have to do is activate it. Continue following us, Father, for, and for the next, I don't know how long God is going to have us on peace, but it is blessing me that I know he's already given it to us. All we have to do is activate, activate it. Stay tuned, and we will hear you on the line next week. God bless you richly in Jesus' name. Bye-bye. Thank you.